What's up, everybody? Down for some anime autopsy of Villain Saga. I'm here. I'm Brandon, also known as Cantrell. Here is Mr. That's me. I'm Spec. Yeah. I'm here. I'm going to be. This is one that we watched. Well, I think I, I started watching this first, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. have you seen it? Then I know Cantrell loved anime. So I was like, bro, this had him written all over it for the most. I was like, it's about Vikings. There's Japanese shit going on. I was like, all right, fucking here you go, buddy. That This seems like a show that's for you. And I remember we had sort of differing or differing, uh, differing viewpoints on it because I'm someone who I could see a lot of the artsy fartsy shit that you're trying to do with it. And mm-hmm. I could kind of get behind it. And I remember you had your own sort of gripes with it, too. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly just character development of Thorfinn. Which I, I do understand, like, hey, he's got to be a hard little boy, but I shouldn't have... Fuck. <laughs> I didn't mean to, like... Hey, folks, spoilers! <laughs> and, you know, just uh, don't worry about oh, yeah. hard hard little boys. That's not anything yes. that is a, a main plot story. But for sure, if you haven't watched this yet, don't listen to this fucking podcast. Just just gloss over this one. Keep, keep Just keep mm-hmm. moving along. But yeah, we were gonna talk about it because we both watched it, and we're gonna we're probably gonna do this type of show for like if I like when I finish Attack on Titan, if and when I do it, uh, we'll do another we'll do an autopsy like this for. Or what do you want? Do you think seasons are even better to do autopsies for, or do you want to do the whole show together? Because technically, Villain Saga is not done because season two is coming out. So do you want to do just by season? Because we could I could do Attack on Titan season one, and then we'll come back and do something like this. Um. Yeah, probably. I mean, fuck. I think season one of Attack on Titans twenty some episodes too. Well, this was twenty four, so fucking yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah folks, we could do that. Yeah. So uh, Cantrell is the one that's going to be taking point. I'm going to be riding shotgun. So let's uh, let's let's see where are you taking us, Cantrell. What's what journey are we going? All on? Right. What's, what's our first autopsy going to be like? So I'm going to hit hit it with a fucking synopsis. This, this is what you go into the anime with. A young man named Thorfinn finds himself in a quest and revenge against his father's killer. Firstly indulged in the, in the apparent greatness of war and honor, Thorfinn quickly changes as he endures having to survive alone and then alongside the man he vows to kill, developing conflicting emotions towards the ca- casualty of his past and present life. So that whole thing, honestly... Just the synopsis, I think it gives a little more credit to the emotional development of the character, right? Uh, so more so than the show does, yeah, because <laughs> he's very like a stone-hearted kid. Like, so just breaking it down, this is set in pre-Norman England for the most part of well, the most of the anime is set there, with the beginning being in I want to say Iceland because I don't think they're in Greenland, but I, I mean. I'm not sure of the actual historical rever- like this show plays with history. It's not a historical show, so don't be expecting to like watch this and be like, okay, I know history of England now. It does yeah, play. It's, it's, it's classified under historical fiction. Yeah, like it's got the Dane law, which I don't think they name. They kind of flirt with the Normans uh, when they're in France, but they don't really get into it. They use historical characters like Leif Erikson. Um, I believe Thorfinn's based off of Eric the Red. I could be wrong on that. And I know, oh, geez, we just went over his name and I totally forgot. Canute? Canute. You're going to call him Nut. I know. <laughs> Canute is based off some of Thorfinn as well. Uh, that whole story. And really, he was one of the last Anglo Saxon kings at some point before the Normans invaded. Uh, but you just want to get the, the plot now? And we kind of briefed over the setting. So it's set in pre-Norman fucking Viking era England. And it takes place all in northwestern Europe. It's a very, what's it called? And they even talk about like what I thought was North America. Talk about Vinland. Mm-hmm. Or whatever his his dad was talking about, or what it was him and Leif Erikson, right? They were talking yeah. about the beginning of the story, which I mean ties because there's the whole thing that Leif Erikson discovered America, which I don't know how true that is. I know Vikings were here first uh, at some point, so there is some of that. Uh, I definitely agree with you. I always thought Vinland was like what was it, Newfoundland or whatever that they land on, and they always talk about somewhere out west, which is beautiful and peaceful and. 
all that shit. Uh, but yeah, we're two guys that love history, but this is the <laughs> one area of history that we're kind of shady on. So I was like, ooh, fuck. Like, you want to talk about fucking World War II shit? You want to talk about, like, the Knights and fucking uh, the, the Renaissance period type shit? Like, where are your men? But when it comes to the Norman Viking, all that stuff like that, like, we know 1066 and, and beyond for the most yeah, part. Right. So, yeah, Battle of Hastings. Hell yeah. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, actually, let me. I, I know I said that you were going to take over for this, but I, I can't help me talking all the time. Go for time. it. So. When you watch, like, because I, when I was watching the show, like, I had that whole thing where I was like, oh, here's another anime kid that's just screaming all the fucking time. But <laughs> I, but putting that aside, I was able to really see, like, all those moments of him. And I, and I like I said, we were, we had, like, a little pre-conversation before we started recording where we were talking about, like, okay, like, I could kind of look over some of his shit because you, because character development, you said, was something that you had mm-hmm. um, a big problem with. And so, like, as we know throughout the show, like, we're not, I mean, should we give, like, a little, like, brief thing of, like, okay, well, it starts off when he's, he's the, the main character is a kid, and he sees his father get killed, and then he has to go on this whole quest for vengeance for the whole fucking season. And I kind of have that as, like, okay, yeah, he doesn't know how to be a person yet, because he only has that vengeance thing in mind. So, yeah. Like well, my I was whole, able to. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, I was gonna say my whole issue was like they set it up for like little. Because I'm not asking for a lot. I'm just asking for like creeps of doubt in his character. So there's a point where he's talking to a slave girl on a ship. I think he just got his arm broken after he tried to fight uh, the Welshman. I can't. Guys, I haven't seen this thing in like over a year, so I'm I'm gonna be rusty on the names. Askeladd is the, like, the guy from yeah. the Welsh guy. Who is the guy who killed his father? So he keeps trying to challenge him to a fight and keeps getting his ass whooped. Um, but he's talking to the slave girl, and you know it's a very like he's very dismissive of her, kind of treats her like shit because she is a slave. But there is a duality in the fact that they're both slaves. Like he is so enslaved by his vengeance, whereas she's you know more or less her weakness. Is what is implied, and I always thought that they—they—that's beautiful. That's a beautiful scene to have, and it—it it really shows, kind of, these two characters. Like, even though she doesn't mean anything in the story, it—it it matters nothing to him. And I, I don't mean like he should be sitting there talking to her, and then he kind of real, realizes, like, oh fuck, I—I'm obsessed with this or whatever, and he changes. Like, I just want like that little bit, like that moment of doubt in him. It can be overwashed by like his rage or whatever, but I just always felt that they never gave him that that breath of like, fuck, like is this worth it? And even when he meets the the English, well, the Saxon family, and he's you know the mother, they feed him, they take care of him, uh, and then some some rowdy boys land up on shore and start going to town on the little village. Uh, there's, there's none of that. Like you don't see any of those. Which I get. Okay, six, but he also had a, a fully developed childhood. Oh, not fully, but six years old, he lived a good life. So there's still a human side of him that I always felt that they missed the opportunity to kind of show. Like he doesn't have to change. Like he can still do all this stuff, but there's, there's not even glimpses of that. Which I think as an audience, it makes it harder to sympathize. Because, you know, the guy he's trying to kill, I sympathize with him more because you get into his backstory. You find out that, oh, he lived a shitty life. His father was a piece of shit. You know, his mother was, uh, I believe, a slave, correct? Like a concubine or something like that, I believe. Yeah. And she was treated, I mean, she lived in like a fucking horse barn. And then I think his kid died, or like, for some reason, he became like the heir. And he ends up, well, I mean, we'll get into that later. But there's more development with that character. Than there is with your main character Thorfinn, which I mean, it's great that they're having a season two. But if they weren't having a season two, I think that would, I would definitely have a sour image of this show. I I really feel like season one was heavy, heavy, heavy on the world building aspect mm-hmm. and setting the scene and making sure that all the pieces are going to fall into place and having that whole thing where the kids. 
by the time we catch up to him later on in like like when he was having that conversation with the with the slave girl on the boat he's probably like not even 15 if that and i'm thinking you know because if he got captured at six or seven and he i don't know how long he traveled with Ascalad raping and pillaging and learn how to fight but like that's that's a that's a fucking long time to be essentially feral you know where he had to kind of relearn everything he had in his life so like i could kind of like i said i sympathize not so much sympathize, i kind of empathize it's more empathize i guess with how his character operates and how because i can see myself like if i think back like i was yes yeah, six to 15 i was probably still a piece of shit you know like a person like you know and i you know, if you weren't when you were a kid, like congratulations, you were a great kid. But I was a piece of shit kid, so like, I could kind of definitely see myself in a lot of this and be like, okay, like I, I, I know how he's a hard-headed, dumb, thinks the whole world's this way and everything else. That because I mean, fucking Jesus Christ, everyone knows who listens to GBS, where it's you know, I, I just started getting better. I just started becoming a human being again. So it's like, you know, that's at thirty. So fucking hell. I mean, like, so I can only imagine how season, like, like I said, season two. I think that's going to be a really great baseboard now because you know, we're, yeah, we're probably going to touch on it more in depth later. But since his whole objective of season one is now over, mm-hmm. complete, just not even complete on his behalf, but just complete in general because he can't do it essentially. So yeah. he has to now figure out what is my purpose, what do I got to do in life, what the fuck is the per- what the point of all this shit. And have that existential crisis. Like, I see, like, I, he literally, like, I just, I don't remember because it's been about probably the same, like, a year since I watched the show. But I just clearly remembering, like, that ending, he was fucking shattered. Like, everything, just everything about him just fucking on the ground. So I could see season two being that big, like, all right, now that we set up the scene and now that we set up the story and the lore and all the moving, moving pieces and Game of Thronesian type fucking bullshit. Now they're going to have that whole, all right, now who is this person? How has he become, you know, who we're going to set up to be? What role does he play in this new world and all that shit? So, I mean, that's just what I got out of it. Mm -hmm. Well, I always thought, I mean, I think still the whole core of the show is Vinland. So he's going out because you get this lore of the land, you know, out West that's untainted. There's no war. There's, you know, it's just peace, right? For and what we get because I mean, there's no one there to have that yeah. political bullshit, See, unless it's like tribal shit. But they don't really talk about that either. So yeah, they just they bring up like, oh, it's kind of basically a paradise out west. And I always felt like they do a great way of building, like you know, Leif Erikson. From a little I know about him, I'm like okay, I know this guy was a traveler. I know he explored and shit like that. But going through it, I was like, damn, like, that's really not his dream at first. Like, it, it is at first. That's why he sneaks away to go with his father. And from that point on, it's like, all right, well, what? I just felt like they, they really ended it on such a blunt note to where I don't know. Maybe they thought, hey, we might not get a season two. So let's end this. If people want to know, like, what happens later on, they'll read the manga, which happens a lot in anime. Yeah, a lot of times for I know that they, it's to sell more uh, mangas because mm-hmm. it's all about hey, look at what's going on here. But again, I mean that was the whole thing with ninety seven or ninety six Berserk was all for yep. just selling the manga and and fucking Cowboy Bebop was all about trying to sell fucking uh, starships and stuff. Yeah. So the, a lot of the stuff how they see things in Japan, I guess, is. M- we'll put this show out that's just strictly marketing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, for a lot of them, it is. Like, especially some of these ones that aren't, like, whether it's a romance anime or even, like, a little slice of life. For people who don't know, I mean, it's literally a slice of someone's life. So if it's, like, a, a cafe and, like, all the wacky people who work there, like, Blend S. It's a great, goofy anime that I love. They're probably never going to be a season two because, like, they really have no incentive to make it. Like it did good, but now you know people who want to see it are going to buy the manga, and they're going to be invested that way. So that could have been a thing. I always felt like in this show that they 
I really, I mean, obviously, I really like the world being like a history major. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, I love historical, even fiction. I like it when it makes sense. Unlike when they put like black female Vikings, <laughs> like this doesn't make any fucking sense. But this one, it did. And it kind of, you also have to realize you're going off the European history as through the lens of a Japanese man. Yeah, so it's not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be one for yeah. one. There's going to be a lot of shit, a lot of ideal values of Jap- of Japanese folks that are imprinted on these characters, and vice versa. And not to mention, when we watched it, the dub wasn't out yet, so we were literally hearing Japanese voices coming out of Anglo-Saxon jungle. So it was like, yeah. what the fuck? It's I weird hearing that. Yeah, it's weird hearing like Arigato Dorfin. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, right. <laughs> that fucked I, me up. Yeah, it was. I mean. Honestly, like when I I could not stop watching it. Like it, it gets you going. Like it's a little slow to start, but once once you start getting there, and like I said, if you can't identify with Thorfinn, they give you a lot of characters to identify with. Yeah, every everyone goes through journeys in this, mm-hmm. and even like people that you wouldn't expect. Like, like you feel bad them. for these murdering rapist psychopaths when they die. Because they do a very good job, like uh, I can't remember his name, but like the the right hand guy of the Welsh. I was guy. just about to say the guy that ate yeah. the mushrooms all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made you feel for that dude too at some point. And it was like this guy was just a fucking asshole that was fucking doing a bunch of bullshit. That was a try. The one tried to fight his dad at the beginning, and then got bested by him, and then fucking fought Torfid a couple times, and did other shit. Like that guy was just a. Like these antagonists all throughout the whole show, they slowly, and I mean, just because like Thorfinn's journey is him traveling with these fucking assholes. So like, yeah, you, you do sympathize with them. You do learn like, oh, okay. Like these, it, they humanize the enemies. And I really, and I think I, I like that about the show too, because it, it makes it to where that these people, they're not just one-sided villains. They're just, these are people they're all people they're all no matter what they're not some fucking cartoon-esque evil villain on, on a fucking mountaintop calling down lightning twisting their mustache it's like no these are all just regular people it's like that whole thing where a lot of japanese um like uh studio ghibli what's that guy's name miyazaki uh that sounds right it's somewhat i do i'm bad with names <laughs> House Moving Castle, fucking um, Spirited Away, Spirited Away, yeah. fucking uh, Princess Prin- Mononoke. Mm-hmm. All those themes are kind of like there is no good, there is no evil. It's just people that are all trying to follow their own objectives. And, you know, and if they are evil, it's because of like a, for lack of a better word, like a sin. Like either they're greedy, and it's right. Maybe oh they didn't have anything when they were younger oh that's why they they're obsessed with like having shit you know right but they they really do a good job at least in that of, in terms of because me growing up I was always watching shit where this is the evil this is the good fucking you know uh, GI Joe fighting Cobra Commander all that stuff you know and uh, well that that's even way beyond my time. But just that's where it started for me playing with the G.I. Joe figures. And there's, oh, this is the good guy. This is the bad guy. The video games I play, this is the good guy. This is the bad guy. Like there was always that this is the side of good versus this is the side of evil. So it's always difficult to have that empathy and sympathize with, with our enemies because we always were like, okay, if we're the side of good, then they're irredeemably evil. Right. And that's where yeah. I try to like, at least in our conversation with SETI on the last podcast that we did, <clears> like, I was trying to like have that same thing as like these, like, there is people. There are people out there that are just scum of the earth, but that's a small group of people. Because for yeah. the most part, there's people that are just trying to do their best, or not even their best, but they're just trying to accomplish an objective, and they just they don't know any other way to go about it. And so yeah. this is, yeah, and like at least this show definitely helped me see that. Sorry, I keep cutting off. Well, I mean, like damaged people keep. You know, they're not perfect people. Like, if you grow up shittily, that you, I mean, Thorfinn, look at him. Like, I agree with you on the aspect that, you know, what, however old he was, six, seven, eight, or whatever. Sure, he had a decent life with a good father, but, you know, the way he had to survive and fight and do all this other bullshit just to survive, really, it's going to change somebody. I mean, him's almost starving to death, and then he basically. <laughs> submit defeat 
and has to join this dude. And he's, he's trained like the whole crux of this story is that the man who murdered his father is training him so he can murder him eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like <how> fucking, <laughs> which is badass as fuck. Like I'm yeah. going to teach you everything that I know for the most part. And then, we'll, and the thing is like, he just never learns. He's always that, like I said, he, it, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was a thing too, where like he never learned how to fucking fight him. Cause he always had that one. Like he, yeah, he picked up, if he did pick up anything, it was the less after got his ass beat. But not mm-hmm. social cues and conversations. Not that it, it, it was hard learned values that was that was gra- ingrained into him, because it was life or death. He was always yeah. figuring out life or death. It wasn't figuring out how to live. It was always figuring out: Am I going to live to kill this dude, or am I going to die trying to kill this dude? Like, and he, one aspect I always thought that they kind of inferred is if he wasn't so obsessed with his rage to kill him, he'd be able to use his clear mind and actually fucking beat this guy. Especially True. the older he got. Yes, because that was one thing Askeladd always figured out. Like, oh, I'm just going to make this kid pissed off. Yeah. He's going to go into the blind rage. I'm going to beat his ass. Like, it's like, <laughs> just every fucking time. Every time, bro. Yeah, it's... I, I honestly, I will recommend it to people, especially now that there's going to be a season two. For sure. I mean, I think it comes out in January. I don't know what on. Probably Amazon, because I think that's what it aired on first. Amazon, Netflix, and... The, they'll probably do it the same way before, where Amazon will get the sub, and they they might do it. I don't know if they do dubs, but I know Netflix probably was going to get the dub. Probably. Um, I mean, it's it's very. I think, like I said, character issue aside, it gives you other characters that you really like, like ones that you are like, like fuck this guy <laughs> at first, and the next thing you know, you're like, no, he's dead. It's yeah, just I, um, was it? I really ended up loving. Well, I kind of liked him from the beginning, uh, Thorkel. I always liked. Uh, I, whenever he stepped on the scene, I was like, "This dude's fucking badass." And then it just, I just kept liking him the more. And then you find out he's like his uncle, and I'm like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" His uncle who wants him to fight him to the death. Yeah, this this. Yeah. I mean, Vikings, right? That's what the Japanese people perceive Vikings are all about. Like, we're gonna fight to the death at all times. So, I mean, yeah, like. Once again, through a historical lens, when you realize that real Vikings were just farmers and poor dudes who are like, all right, I'm not going to survive this winter, so we're just going to ambush tactic a whole village before anyone can really resist us. And then like, they weren't the big beefy warriors until geez, past 1066 when like Norway was established and they really became like Christianized. Some of them were, I mean, some of them were going to like the Byzantine Empire and fighting out there just because they liked war. But overall, they do make the Vikings seem like an unstoppable force, which is whatever. Yeah, I, I, guess. Um, I feel like a lot of those people. Um, uh, there's there's big subsets of I, I there was a YouTuber or social media personality. He was talking about how there's like three main. Um, warrior subtype or uh, groups that are heavily romanticized more so than they should be and it's spartans samurai and vikings like just those those three in particular are just so overly fucking hyped where they're just like okay like here's what they actually were and a lot of that shit gets brushed aside like if you want to talk about spartans like when i was taking ancient greece and all this stuff in college or even like even parts of high school stuff talking about history it was always like yeah these guys are this is what they believe in, and they're known for Thermopylae and, and all that shit, and that was high school. And then the college is like, yeah, and they fucked boys, and they had this whole thing where they were, because they completely were dependent on slavery, and they were yep. communists, and they had they didn't believe in money, and they had a whole bunch of other fucked up bullshit. And oh, the two kings, and he just fought, and it wasn't just the 300, it was actually 7,000 people that were there, and they just were the rear guard when they were all retreating, and they could have retreated, but you know, I was like, no, like, if this is the thing, this is probably going to be the best move to just take a knee out here and fuck it up. But, and then same thing with Samurai. Samurai you know, fucking assholes. I, I fell victim to it. Fucking what's it calls it? You know, yeah. growing up watching all those fucking um, just the, the movies with samurai in it, and just just the overall culture of it was just big in America, where everyone the Highlander even traded his fucking uh longsword for a fucking katana. You know that whole fucking bullshit that weeby culture started springing up, and everyone fell victim to it. Even me, I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. 
And then, you know, I took a traditional martial art and fucking wanted to learn how to do katana shit. But even though it was completely the wrong martial art for it, like it wasn't. <laughs> thing. But I was like, I don't know what it better. I'm a fucking dumb kid. And then and now here with Vikings, it's the same thing where it's just, yeah, like here they are. Like, they, like you said, they're farmers, they're right. fishermen they're you know they're they're average joes it's like if you and me were just like well this winter's gonna be tough we're gonna go rob some caravans mm-hmm. and shit you know what I mean? like and then yeah we're and now we're badass vikings like no that's not that's not how it goes yeah i mean even like pirates they were exclusively pirates where these guys were like i hope my goats make it through this winter it's gonna be cold like <laughs> really there's very like there are obviously like the legendary you know berserker even then, if you look through history, some of that's just disputed. It could have just been like propaganda by the Anglo's who are just getting their shit pushed in by these big brawny dudes. I mean, we do know some of them took mushrooms, which I did like that little, that little. Uh, I want to say Easter egg, but if you know Homage, history, like, that little yeah. Hint. Yeah, I mean, that's always tough with these historical things. It's like a historical movie. Like if you watch Braveheart, you're like, well. We know that his kid, you know, he didn't actually impregnate that one chick because I think it's like timeline wise, I think she was like three or whatever. Like she wasn't even fully married, I believe. It's something stupid like that. Yeah, the real history of Braveheart and the movie Braveheart are two separate fucking things. Like yeah. they all like, they like to just pick this William Wallace as like the man of the people. He was fucking nobility. He was nobility through and through, and there was no doubt about it. The whole time, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, he was no, 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 no. He wasn't one of those types of people. That was he didn't even use a sword like that. Like, that was a completely fictionalized sword. And like you said, like the the whole thing with and I always saw her as uh, what's it that one chick in that James Bond movie. That's the only that's all I remember it. Otherwise, the, the Braveheart. <laughs> but yeah, no, she was young. Fucking a bunch of other bullshit happened. Like yeah, it's just completely fictionalized. And the real Braveheart really was Robert the Bruce. Yes, very true. They just made him a fucking gimped up leper, which I mean, he he was, but at some point it's like, all right, I guess they didn't want Mel Gibson to have to cover his face for the whole movie. <laughs> but back to uh, the no, Robert the Bruce, uh, uh, th- that was that uh, was the leper's son. Or was Robert the Bruce? Uh, he died of leprosy. Oh, did he? I th- I could be wrong. Robert the Bruce. Well, he either died of leprosy or they fucking killed him. There is one badass story of Robert the Bruce um, getting charged at, and he took a war hammer and fucking plowed it through some dude's helmet. Damn, really? Yep. Because uh, there's this one battle where Robert the Bruce comes, um, is like fighting for his, like that's one of the final battles in the whole thing of uh, his whole campaign. And one of the lords that he was fighting against and controlled the other army and like I said, this could be a whole thing. History, folks, has a, has a way of they tell these stories that are like 90-ish percent true, and they sprinkle in a lot of other bullshit to make it sound even better. But they'll take... So anyways, the, the story goes that um, you know Robert the Bruce and his men were very under-equipped. They were like, you know, he, he was like I said, he was using a war hammer, and he was like, you know, lightly... I think the movie that he's in or the, the movie that with Chris Pine that came out. I didn't watch it, of course. But, like, they have a th- whole thing where, like, they deck him out in, like, ill-fitting, like, chain mail. Like, and it's mostly historically accurate in that regard, where it's like he wasn't wearing, like, the, the top-of-the-line shit. But mm-hmm. he was getting charged at by some knight who was. And he was like, fuck you. And he just took his war hammer and, with, and like, dodged the, the attack and then stood, and there's even poems about this, stood up on his stirrups on his horse and just plowed that war hammer into that fucking dude's head and killed him. Damn, this guy sucked to be the knight who got fucked up by... He did die of leprosy, by the way. Robert the Bruce. Okay. But, I mean, to be like, yeah, I'm most famous. Like, I was a sick knight, but I got domed by fucking... Little Robbie, Robbie on his horse with his hammer. Pretty much. But, I mean, that's that's fucking sick. I, fuck. I wish. I I really wish they would make more anime based off of historical events. Even if it's like this, where it's a little like orphans fictional, or I think they claim that he is based off somebody, but the real person died when he was young. So I don't know how accurate that is. Which, like I said, like if they wanted to do it like that, it could. 
they could make it happen because if um what's it called if this he's probably fifteen. I'll say I'll I'll say at the most probably fifteen in season one at towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. So by the time he dies in real life, that's at least seven to twelve more years of because I don't know what what you said he died at what twenty two. I I recall seeing twenty two twenty three. I could be wrong. So yeah, I mean that's, they that's they could seven also to eight years too. of yeah. um of content that they could put out. So I mean, mm-hmm. but who knows what they're gonna do with it? Uh, like I said, I I do like how his story like like you said it, it it was it wasn't really harped upon because everyone like if, if you liked it because like i said they're trying to sell the next season i feel like where it was like okay like here's other stories or other people that you could get hooked with like or, or get hooked on like here's like the do you, do you like do you sympathize with the king do you sympathize with this character do you like this you know and you know that's uh, one of its strengths that it did have yeah yeah i think if they don't do that then then the show's not good. I mean, if you if unless you change the main character, which based off everything going on, I doubt they ever would have. But it, I mean, honestly, it was fucking. It was good. I, I'd say plot wise, if I really think about it, like ignoring the historical stuff, I don't think there's really any issues. Sorry if you can hear my dog. He's being a little bitch. Please, Mabel likes to crash every podcast. But, I mean, like, I, I'm i hopeful for season two when it comes out. I'm definitely hoping that they do do more um, character stuff with Torfin. But if they don't and they focus on the plot again, I think that might be just something. Because, like I said, I'm really turned on for that story. So I'm really sympathetic to his cause how he has to reevaluate especially now where i have to reevaluate my whole fucking life and so now he i want to see what he does with it and then yeah but if they don't do it eh, i don't know if i'm I'm, I'm, if i'm gonna be inclined to you know for a season three but you know for at least for season one Mm -hmm. i was satisfied with it and uh i'm glad that i sent it your way for sure i am too like like i said there's uh, i've the only perfect anime I've ever watched is Full Metal Alchemist, and I refuse to rewatch it because I'm afraid I might find something I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite anime of all time. But looking, like like I said, besides the character development, you're right, and I I am curious how because also they killed off a lot of people, so yeah. I, I'm curious how they're gonna re, like kind of replenish that secondary cast. I'm sure they'll figure out ways. I mean, they did a good job implementing the secondary cast throughout the the first season. Yeah, so. and I even think like if he becomes like the leader of the fucking troop they're on or whatever, and he, uh, then you can really kind of fuck. I mean, they were depleted, but you can still recruit people. I mean, you have that. Honestly, the uncle was the coolest character like of the show. I could watch a whole anime with just that guy doing wild shit. Yeah, like his whole same. life, he was great. Um, uh, yeah, no, because the whole his whole army fucking abandoned him. Yeah, not the uncles. Oscalad's uh, army fucking just uh, got either wiped out by Thorkel and Oscalad, or just fucked off and never came back. So I feel like everyone who stayed was part of Thorkel's army and Canute's army. And so, so if, if anything, I could see. I don't know if he's gonna. If you want to do predictions for next season, I guess. Uh, I I really don't know if they're gonna rebuild the uh, the Viking unit, but I I do think that it, it might have uh, Thorfinn just join the ranks of Canute's army, and then whatever they decide to do post that, they could do. I guess. I mean, I would really like to see him join up with his uncle like more permanently. I want to see him reunite with his mom and sister. I don't know if they're going to do that. I would like to see that because I, I don't remember if he was close to his sister before he left. But I don't I know she remember. Was, I think she was older. So I assume by now, I mean, it's been however long. I'm sure she's married with kids or whatever. However, they're going to do that. So I would be curious to see how that happens. Like, would that humanize him? Especially if he comes back broken. I know Leaf tr- kept trying to get him to go back, and he wouldn't. 
basically told him to fuck off. Uh, yeah, they might do a whole second season where he goes back home and has to have that introspective time while that and then something will bring him back to the fray where he has to travel to you know, they'll probably send someone to come get him. Like kind of kind of mirroring that whole thing that happened in the first couple episodes mm-hmm. with that one dude of I forgot that unit, the Jorbunder unit or something like that. I forgot. Yes. Yeah, Order of uh Denmark, right? The guys with the white cloaks that uh Thor that uh Thor his father was a part of that he left. So I, I feel like it might yeah. be a it might be really poetic if he does the same thing. If he abandons that whole thing and has to like and he was like, all right, let me just go home and figure shit out. Well, and we, then he we, gets called back and he goes and he yeah. actually kicks ass. You know, I think that'd be really cool. Well, we also remember that we know that one of the white cloaks hired the Welshman to kill his dad. Yeah. So I was always kind of disappointed too. Unless that Welsh guy left something for him to find out, like I mean, common sense would tell you, like, why would this bandit or troop of Vikings just show up and fucking kill my dad for no reason? So I, I because I do want to see him get some level of revenge. So I think the way they describe it is that the White Cloaks were mad at him because he abandoned them, right? He went to have yeah. a family. Yeah. Faked his death and fucked off to, what's it called, a nice little paradise. Yeah. So I would be curious. I mean, they definitely touch. Now that I think about it, you know, more and more come, is coming back to me. They touch on like slavery and implications of that. Like they help the slave when they, you know, know that they're going to have an issue with uh, the guy who ends up showing up for them. And it's a lot of shit that I think it touches on good. Like I said, besides character development, I would have liked to have seen some human moments from him. Um, but damn, like everything that I have an issue with gets kind of masked over by other characters. Like, I mean, can we talk about how that that fucking prince is a trap? Like the whole time I thought it was princess, and then and he's like, "I'm a boy." I'm like, what? <laughs> "What?" Yeah, I I do remember that. I do remember thinking like, "Oh, they're gonna make it to where this guy's a chick." Yeah, That's, I thought because what? Well, there's another anime that did that. A lot of them do that. <laughs> Jesus, okay. it, where it's like you know it looks if you see a feminine or not fem, the fuck Jesus Christ Feminized? feminine yeah a feminine man in anime there's a good chance that's just a woman fair point but yeah uh, no, but, I, I, I did I did fall for that in the beginning where I was like oh this it's actually a princess like no it's a prince and he's just a bitch and he just doesn't have any sort of voice or have any clue what he wants to do and then he Gets the balls to be like, I know what I'm going to fucking do now. And I'm like, you know, I really like, I do like that part of his character mm-hmm. as well. And the whole thing with Askeladd towards the just knowing, like, okay, this is the only way I'm going to be able to, what's it called? It just, this is the only way that I'm going to be able to get this kid to help because his father was even trying to kill him. I was like, I'm just going to go nuts, going to go, go all out. And this is mm-hmm. this kid's only hope on being able to take the throne over his brother. So, and that, that, I mean, the fact that your villain's doing that and you're like, fuck. I didn't like the Roman, like, he would talk about the Roman stuff, but he hated the Vikings because they are basically colonizers. And in my head, I'm like, that doesn't really work with the Romans, because the Romans came and colonized you guys first, but he's like proud of like some of the Roman heritage within the Welsh. You could even tell, he had a, he had a Roman armor on the whole, yeah. when you first meet him, through the whole part. That just, that never made sense to me, because I'm like, that's so weird. Like, you know, like I hate the French, but I'm gonna wear a red coat because Britain colonizes first. Like, makes no fucking sense. Well, I think his whole thing was like he was, if you remember, his whole name was Roman, or at least a part of it. Like, it wasn't Ascalad was just a title that he had, or like a nickname, yeah. a, a pseudonym, or whatever the fuck. That is true. Yeah. yeah his Which whole one thing was a was a Roman name that he was proclaiming i forgot exactly what it was but it's weird because you know a lot of people i'll look that up now king arthur is a you know i mean it's a welsh or cornish uh i think he was an actual cornish king if i'm not mistaken and for those who don't know the welsh and the cornish were our natives to 
what we would call Britain now. It's them Drop and the that history. So the English aren't really native to England, but whatever. And, you know, Anglo-Saxon. I mean, they've been invaded and colonized by fucking everybody, basically. But I I figured they were going to go along the route of something with, like, King Arthur. Because he brings up a something similar to that, if I'm not mistaken, like folklore about it. Fuck, I'm trying to remember, but I mean, it's been so long since I've seen seen it. But yeah, the Roman stuff was a little weird. Lucius I mean, Artorius Castus, that's what it was. Even yeah. Artorius, even I think he even like they hinted at his having some sort of relation to King Arthur. Maybe I think even fucking I don't even know. But that's where the whole Artorius thing came in because I do yeah. remember how there was talks how King Arthur might even be something of like a Roman during that time too or roman roots considering the whole thing but that's like i said i I gotta actually do more of a deep dive into that but i do remember hearing some speculation about that you want some folk like i found this out but do you want some folklore about king arthur apparently yeah let's fucking hear it this is our (laughs) podcast we can do whatever we want talk yeah apparently when he you know i think he's supposed to come back or whatever like jesus Uh, Basically, and when he comes back, he's going to remove the English from Britain. <laughs> That's his whole thing, and which is ironic now that like British, well, British English people tend to claim like King Arthur as like their own mythology. Yeah. When in reality, it's the the sheep boys to the west who fucking hate them so much. <laughs> but back to Vinland Saga. Um, Shit, I don't know. We kind of hit everything. We we're a little sporadic, so we didn't. Uh... Plus, it's our first autopsy. You know, this is it's a good one to what's it calls it uh, to fuck around with. So, just going forward now. So now that that's pretty much we we got Vinland Saga done with. Um, what one do you think you want to talk about next? Because I know we did. We we have like like I said, I've watched a few, but I don't know if I I can't say I've watched them all. You know, like like you have. So, if anything, if you want to do another autopsy on on one, I don't know what's what's one because, like I said, I've seen uh, Samurai Champloo. I don't know if you watched that. I have oh, not. I liked it. Um, you said Avatar was even considered one. I I saw Samurai Jack. If that counts as an anime, um, I didn't watch all of Case Closed, but I know that's more like a procedural, like or at least when I was watching, it was like Case of the Week type show. Yeah. Um, I watched Gate. Did you watch Gate? That was on Hulu for a while. I haven't finished it, but I've seen some of it. Yeah, I really liked Gate. So if you want, we could do one on that. If you want to, if you want to watch it, or ooh, the anime at gunpoint one that I make you watch. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, I haven't watched Samurai Champlo, or I've seen some of Gate. I've seen enough to be like, okay, I know what it's about. Um, Black Lagoon. Haven't seen it. It's on my list. I've seen that. You seen it all? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, well, I need to watch it. All of it that was out because I know it's it's one of those things too where it's like two seasons, but it was two seasons for, and then the manga can, continued it, right? At least I think because the I'm way that it ended, sure. I don't think it was, um, it was done story wise. It's the one with the chick in like short shorts who's cussing at people, right? Yes, and that, and I will, I will, without a doubt, say that that was my sweaty boy moment when, the, when she uh, was. A, I was like, "Oh, hello!" Waking something inside of you, like, "Hey, this ain't that bad." I was like, "Oh, I can see why people get all fucking hot and bothered about this yeah. type of shit." Yeah, I've seen some of. I've seen clips of the dub, and that seems very pretty good. I do like the dub. Yeah. Which I'm not. I'm not elitist when it comes to some of them. I I am, like comedy stuff. You got to watch in dub because I don't know. It there's definitely a cultural divide. Like I watched. Oh Jesus, I can't remember the name, but some like, are you into me? Even if I'm a pervert or some shit. And I compared them, so I would watch like the the sub, and I was like, okay. And then the dub, it just adds so much more comedy to it. So. Like I said, uh, that's I, I, a cultural thing. I know for a fact that because um, I I did watch One Punch Man in sub and dub because I loved yeah. it so much. 
Um, but I do like I could see how some people prefer the sub because the sub, at least for One Punch Man, the the voice actors were more related to the not related but they they matched the characters more versus when they did the voice actors in english for the dub i I didn't like how some of them just didn't sound appropriate that you know now that you bring that up that is a huge issue i have too especially if you watch the sub first because a lot of time when it airing you have to watch it for a couple weeks before the dub will even start coming out right so that's what happened to me i watched the i I agree bro dub but here's the thing i watched the dub first and i Mm. was like all right, this is pretty good. But then I watched the sub and I was like, oh, I like that voice a lot better. I was like, God damn it. Like, I would, like it, it was kind of kind of pissed me off. I, was yeah, like, I don't I don't know if it's like the like the talent agents or if it's the culture, because I know like doing voiceover work in Japan is not considered like a downgrade to regular acting. But fuck me, I've never heard a bad sub voice. Like if I really think about it, I'm like, they're tolerable. Maybe I don't like something about the character, but just their voice alone. Where I've stopped watching dub anime because I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, I can't get behind this. Person doesn't sound right. Yeah. And well, for Black Lagoon at least, I think you'll it'll be, it'll benefit more watching the dub. Yeah, I've seen clips of it. I'm like, I could watch this. <laughs> this this seems pretty good. But yeah, I mean. I'm trying to think of shit that we've seen. Oh, by the way, that one was called Hinsuki. Are you willing to fall in love with a pervert as long as she's cute? That is a wild show. So if you ever want to watch something that's I funny. I don't know if I'm going to watch that. I don't know if that's my cup <laughs> that of might, That might be the next one, bro. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but anywho, uh, do you want to wrap it up here? Or do you want to keep rambling on about bullshit? Because we got a decent episode in there. It's about 47-ish minutes. Um, yeah, you got any final thoughts on it, I guess? Uh, I'm excited for Vinland Saga season two. I hope they do more character development stuff. And then, you know, if, if, um, well, and we're probably going to do a, a watch through of it if, uh, if it's out and it's really good. So what, uh, what would you rank it out of I don't know, S being the best F being the worst? Uh, I'd give it an A I'd give it for, for what it was. I know I, I gave two A's in a row, but I mean, like I, it's not. It's not B. I haven't seen anything that's like, oh my god! Like if I in, in what I did see so far, I guess would be like if I was if I'm gonna do this, like uh, fucking, I would give. If this is good, this is gonna sound well. I, I don't want to be a shill, but I would definitely give Avatar an S. I mean, I've never heard anything bad about it. I mean, the fact that I've grown friends who are like, bro, you got to watch it. It's really good. I, it's on, One day I will watch it. Yeah, I would give Last Airbender an S. And everything else to me that I've watched and I liked has, has been an A for me. Well, I only have, Like I said, I only have one S. That's full metal. I'd probably give this one a, a B. Maybe a B plus. Uh yeah, season one, well, season one of One Punch Man, I will give an S too as well, because it's One Punch Man and it's fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. To, and it was everything that I loved that made me fall in love with. You know, I think that was the first. Well, Case Closed was my first, but One Punch Man was the one that definitely like made me think like, oh, let me let me start watching more of this. Type of, well, type of you'd really like Mob Psycho. It's the same same author, same art style, same kind of goofy humor. Uh, I think you would really. It's long. It's only going to be three seasons. Like it's in its final season now. It's airing. But I finished oh, wow. m- most of season one, and then I got distracted with other shit. But it's it's pretty interesting. It deals with like psychics and shit like that. So it's the humor is there even in sub because I was watching in sub and I've heard the dub's pretty decent. So it's up to you whichever one but we'll definitely do that one because i think if you love one punch man you're gonna love that one okay so what would you rank if you were if you're gonna rank uh this this whole show or well this first season what would you do it uh b uh somewhere in there uh i feel like it hasn't done enough for me to give it an a but it's not bad enough it's not average so it's not a c it's more than average but it's not good enough to be in those 
kind of top two categories. That's fair. I can dig that. But all right, folks, uh, that concludes my part of this. I don't know if Cantrell wants to say anything else before we sign off, but uh, that's it. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, what day are we going to post this on? Just so I know. I mean, they're gonna are they're gonna know because they're gonna be listening to it on the day it comes <laughs> out. But I mean, just for my sake, what day is it gonna come out? So we we're gonna keep this on Wednesdays. So this will be like I'll just keep this in the backlog. So this yeah, be, we can. Uh, yeah, that'd be yeah. probably the easiest. But uh, before we go, if there's any animes you guys want us to read, read. Fuck. <laughs> God damn. Cut this out. No, keeping it. <laughs> keeping it. If there's any animes you want us to watch. Yeah. And if there's manga, like I'll read the manga if you if you have any recs for us, we'll fucking look into it. Especially if people want us to, if we will not watch Goblin Slayer. God damn it! I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to message about watching Goblin Slayer. Well, Seti's gonna make us watch Goblin Slayer. I mean, if we were only doing one episode, then I'd let you watch Goblin Slayer because the first episode's whatever, and then the next two are just, bleh. like it's just a waste of time. Okay. But I knew, did you make an email account for this? No. <laughs> did well, oh. we have time? Do you want to make an email account for this? <laughs> yeah, we can. Okay, so what's it gonna be? We could let's uh, let's see what um. Are you gonna make it? Um, I I don't know how. We'll figure it out. We'll let you guys know next time because <laughs> this is retarded to have in the episode. But fuck it. Fuck it. Anywho, guys, uh, we ho- hope we have a great rest of your week and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Later. Later.